for it. Not for anybody else. Yeah. But for yourself. For yourself. For yourself. For yourself. Uh, I was trying to get it. Uh, brother used to push the hundred civics. Yeah. What's facts if you never lived it? Uh, no cap, I've been really winning. Yeah. No cap, I've been really winning. Uh, drop the pride and I drop the ceiling. Uh, new era, this a new beginning. Uh, work hard, gotta trust the vision. Welcome to your next season podcast. Super awesome that you're able to join us. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing pretty good on this somewhat sunny day. Why don't you introduce yourself to our audience? Hi, I am Stephanie Hilfertauser. I am a fifth grade teacher and I am Caitlin's friend from college. (laughs) <laughs> yeah good times good times <laughs> all right so let's just kind of dive in a little bit about your self-growth journey and all the development you've been through yes so where to begin um I feel like my self-growth journey really started after high school I feel like it does for so many people high school's rough and you don't realize like what you want for yourself until you're out of that environment that can be sometimes toxic so i really just started like in my four years of college trying to like narrow things down of what i wanted to be where i wanted to go and what i wanted my life to look like and i feel like i'm learning something new about myself every single day uh absolutely I feel like when you're in high school, yeah, it's like very clicky and you're like very attached to your friends and you're kind of just doing what mostly other people are doing. And then so after that, when it's kind of like nobody really cares in like a good way, you can actually decide for yourself. Exactly. Because, you know, when you're in high school, this isn't for everybody, but for me, I had been with the same people my whole life. And then to be tossed in a new environment is like a shock to your system. And like you said, like you get, you can reinvent yourself really and figure things out and, you know, get rid of that like past that you have. And I feel like I really wanted to just get rid of my past. Hmm. What's something that you were really like surprised about when you first got to college? Um, I think it was a lot harder to make friends than I thought it was going to be, which is, kind of weird because I felt like for other people it was easier but for me I felt very like isolated like it wasn't easy and I don't know if that was because of my anxiety but I really struggled to make friends my first couple years my roommate and I were not close my first year I didn't really know anybody at all I like even came from high school with one girl but she had already branched out the first day and I was like oh I guess I'm on my own I don't (laughs) know yeah so like that really surprised me but I also was surprised that there were so many options of where to go like I could join the sorority or I can join various clubs or like sports like fun sports for fun obviously I'm no d1 athlete (laughs) um there's just like so many different options and that was overwhelming to me so it it took me a while to find my place 
What do you think helped you find your place? Like that kind of final push? Um, that's a really good question. <laughs> I think that, so I ended up joining the sorority. Um, I think seeing the idea of that, like, organized friendship it sounds sounds crazy but I liked that because I felt like okay I'm gonna put myself out here and then like the friendships will come naturally because I wasn't trying to go out and party I wasn't really staying around campus on weekends because I was in a serious relationship and I love my family so I went home every weekend so you, you don't make friends if you don't go out and do things with people. So I was like, right. I have something during the week that I can join. So I did that and that really helped me. Um, I mean, I didn't end up loving the sorority forever, but it <laughs> definitely helped me make a couple of really good friends. So that was helpful. But I did try a lot of different things first. Like it took a long time. I even remember the day that I met you was it I tried out for the um what was it called the dance thing we were part of the um like hip-hop yeah pep squad pep squad yeah the pep squad I (laughs) I remember the day I went to pep squad and met you and I was like all right this is fun she's cool but this is not for me (laughs) so I'm not gonna be back (laughs) who would have thought we would have become so close years later but I I tried so many different random things and then finally it was like okay the sorority is kind of my thing because it's you know you're volunteering and you're trying all these different activities with other girls and the people weren't the best but the sorority events were what I liked Mm. so I think it's all about trying things and putting yourself out there and really figuring out what you like and there's going to be so many mistakes and like oh my god that was embarrassing like that was painfully (laughs) awkward but I'm glad I tried that because now I know that's not my thing so I think in even in adulthood I'm finding that every day like I have to put myself out there more I'm such an anxious person but I have to keep putting myself out there or else I'm never going to find what I like yeah I know you've taken up skiing recently how's that been Skiing is like probably the scariest thing I've ever done because I don't do scary things. Like Mm. I don't like adrenaline and I don't like fear. And that's like all skiing is at first because (laughs) you can't be afraid to fall. So I got into skiing because um, my boyfriend, Mike, is an absolutely amazing snowboarder. And I tried it out with him and fell in love on day one I was terrified but I really loved it and that was something that was foreign to me like being in love with something that was scary is never something I've experienced before Mm. and I picked it up pretty quickly because I took lessons and now I've been about five times the season's over now but I can't wait to go next year and that was something I would have never done if it wasn't for Mike and I'm like thankful for that every day yeah that's really awesome like sometimes you just need yeah like that push like I'm kind of the same way that sometimes I'm like "Hmm, I'm not really sure like I even remember when we were in college like everyone was like oh you could totally be like can president and I was like what are you talking about like me are you sure and like I would never have even you know tried to go that far like if 
people had encouraged me and was like, yeah, you, you'd be so great at that, you know? And I'm like, oh, like other people, you know, can see things for you before you can see it like for yourself. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And like saying that all the time, he's like, why don't you like go and try this new thing? Like you're going to love it. And that's what he did with skiing. It worked. So I feel like we have to sometimes listen to other people too. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you don't want to be pushed too far out of your comfort zone, but sometimes other people see in you what you don't see in yourself. And um, especially the people who care about you or they're going to be honest. So that's yeah, very true. Like the people who have like good intentions and like know you really well. Yeah. So I, and I think it's important to, you know, if you're friends with somebody, ask them what they like to do and then try it with them. Because if somebody else is so passionate about something, it's worth trying. I think at least like seeing that like spark in their eye when they're doing the thing they love, I would love to experience that with them. And it might not be my thing, but by like putting myself out there and trying it, you know, you never know if you're going to find the new thing that you love. Yeah, true. And like you said, you get to like share that experience with them. Exactly. Yeah. So at least you have a good memory, if anything. Yeah, true. What's something that you wish you knew before you kind of started this journey of really being like self-aware and like caring about, you know, growing yourself as a person? I think I really wish that I knew that I wasn't alone in the beginning. Like like how I was saying in college, I felt so isolated and alone, but everybody's alone. Like, yes, you're seeing other people who are being very social, but they're probably feeling just as anxious as you are. And it's it's not just college, it's the real world. My first day as a teacher, there's uh, everybody's had a first day. Like okay. it's always going to be scary at first, but you're not alone. Other people are feeling what you're feeling and you need to just talk to other people and make those connections with other human beings in order to like get through it. Like I, um, one of my friends thinks I'm so corny because I'm in so many Facebook groups. (laughs) I'm in one for like outdoor activities. I'm in one for being a teacher, a fifth grade teacher. And um, I have, like one for yoga. I have several for yoga, like one for yoga with Adrian and then one just for like yoga outside. Like you can get so specific about your passions. So I like to join groups where other people are talking about those things that I love because then you're just like bouncing ideas off each other. You're learning new things and it's like-minded people, you know, you, for, for one of the groups I'm in, it's for my, um, favorite book A Court of Thorns and Roses and it's just people always suggesting books to each other that are similar to that series so then I find other things that I love through that and I think that knowing that I'm not alone with my passions like maybe there isn't somebody that you live nearby that you see every day that loves everything that you love and that's okay like you can make connections online or you can you know put yourself out there on social media and meet up with somebody even if they're far away like for our book club I don't live anywhere well now you now you moved closer back but Mm -hmm. like wow you were living far away and I wasn't ever able to go visit you but we still we made the time to connect and we like 
are, you know, you find those like-minded people and you surround yourself with them. And I think that knowing that you're not alone is so, so important, especially in those hard times. Yeah, absolutely. Like getting those connections, like you said, like making the effort, even if it's, you know, not the easiest thing in the world or, you know, make it easier for yourself, like meeting online. It's like so important to like carve out that time to connect with those people, like you said, to share those things that you're doing. So it really is like memories and, and you can collaborate. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, and I'm the first one to tell you that I have insane social anxiety. I like hate social situations, but I've learned to like slowly put myself out there more or else I'm never going to get better. Like Mm -hmm. even today I went to and joined like a committee at school and we had a meeting and it was with teachers I've never spoken to before, but I was like, if I don't start putting myself out there, I'm not going to make any friends at work and I'm going to be miserable for the rest of my life because I never made these connections. And I really think that humans need social interactions at like all parts of their life. So you have like your, your work friends and then you have your, you know, your relationship and your home friends and and then like if you go away to school you find school friends and those friends like all your you make different friends and they might not be your best friend that you're like you know inseparable from that you tell mm-hmm. everything to but you still need that like social interaction at all areas yeah absolutely what would you say motivates you you know one to be that social but for two just in general you know like some days are obviously harder than others to stick with your goals and stick with the things that you're working on. So what motivates you to keep going every day? I think I'm most motivated by those around me. So like I said, being in those Facebook groups and on Reddit pages or, um, you know, following different social media accounts, I need to be motivated by seeing others doing things that I love. So like, if I'm ever like, oh, I really don't want to get on the yoga mat today, I'll go on Instagram and look at the yoga, like people that I follow. And I'll be like, man, that looks like it's really enjoyable. You know what? Why don't I just go to the mat for like 15 minutes? Or like, I'll listen to podcasts of motivating things like, like mm-hmm. this, like yours, you know, <laughs> things where I'm going to learn something and real, like it's, it, I don't know. It just like turns something on in my brain. It's like, you know what? it's not that hard to just go and do the thing like do do things for yourself more often and use other people to motivate you so I just I think it's important to follow you know if you're on social media follow accounts of the things that you love um make it so that that's all you're ever seeing um my like vision board is full of things that motivate me and things I want for myself so I walk by it every morning and like that's a big motivator for me to see oh yeah I told myself I was going to do you know yoga every single day this year like I need to go do that so I think that it's important to surround yourself with like-minded people I think it's like so important a couple things that you said like one to yeah have like a constant reminder and like the vision board is like a very you know helpful tool to really like see it because I like as much as it's like oh um you know out of sight out of mind type of thing well when it's in sight it's like in your mind you know seeing it every day 
And then for two, I really liked how you like took a positive approach of seeing other people doing something that they like want to do, because I find that some people will see that and they'll keep looking at social media and being like, wow, I just like dream of, you know, I wish I could do yoga every day. And then they don't, and then they're still just sitting on the couch, you know, keep scrolling where like you use it as like, oh yes, that's something I want to do. So I'm going to get my butt off this couch and I'm going to go do it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like such a positive way to use social media as a tool and to really, you know, push yourself to follow those goals. Yeah. And I think that the important like factor to think of is you shouldn't follow social media accounts of like things that aren't attainable that you know that are going to like make you feel ashamed of yourself so like I am all about exercise and going outside and like being in the sun and just enjoying like the physical feeling of exercise and not so much about being stick thin with these rock hard abs because one that's not attainable that's not the average person's body and it's just going to make me feel horrible so I know that that's a trigger for me that it's going to make me really upset so I don't follow accounts like that when I'm following yoga accounts it's usually yoga for like moms and average bodies like you know just women that are like uplifting um that it's not going to make me feel ashamed it's going to make me feel motivated because they're not saying get off your ass and throw away that donut and go do yoga like (laughs) no it's like find what makes you feel good like Mm -hmm. it's gonna feel yummy and amazing so why don't you go do it I think one of my favorite Instagram followers is um Ashley Tisdale she has (laughs) um an Instagram Frenchie um f-r-e-n-s-h-e and it's full of just like absolutely beautiful motivating health related things that she does and it's so cool to see a celebrity just be all about that and not about having the perfect body or like how awesome they are she's like this is how I can help others and live a beautiful life like I'm about like live your life beautifully you know Mm. enjoy yourself more so surround yourself with images and videos of things that are attainable for yourself and not like so impossible that they're going to make you feel horrible it's not worth your time to feel miserable constantly yeah absolutely like you said just really enjoying yourself because a lot of people just to focus you know get up go to work do the things they gotta do go to bed get up go to work do things they gotta do instead of taking that time they'll say oh I'm too tired when I get home from work it's like think about how much energy you put into work and then you come home and you're not going to put that same or similar energy into the things that you really love like obviously people who have jobs that align with like their passions and stuff like you know love their jobs and it's a great job like obviously we both love to teach I wouldn't want to do a different job but you know it's still work I still have to be there a certain amount of hours it's still you know things I gotta do and lessons I gotta plan so when I get home you know I want to do things like this record my podcast go outside you know do things that fulfill the other parts of my soul that teaching cannot fulfill and 
making excuses saying, oh, I'm too tired. I don't have enough time. Well, how many times are you going to say that and then realize that days, months, weeks, years of your life have gone by that you've been too tired for? Mm -hmm. Exactly. That filling the other parts of your soul. Like, I absolutely love that because <laughs> and it doesn't, it doesn't have to be huge things. Like, I, I always make time to read just because I love to read and it's, Sometimes it's only two pages, but I'm like, wow, I feel accomplished because I read two pages. <laughs> or like mm -hmm. the silliest thing I do every single night, I light a candle because lighting a candle. Oh, I love candles. It feels so good and smells so good. And like, even that fills a part of my soul. Like it's something that I'm doing for myself that just feels really good. And I think of my shower every night the same way. Like I'm going to be really mindful in my shower and just like enjoy the feeling of the water on my hair because I don't want to think about work right now. I want to think about, you know, healthy things to think about when you're outside of work. Like, you know, what I'm excited for, what I'm passionate about. Like don't spend all your time focused on work because at the end of the day, you know, your, your life is more than just your job. Mm. Yes, absolutely. We need that on a t-shirt. Your life is more than just your job. Yeah. Next one coming up. Uh, <laughs> on the contrary, though, um, what would you say is one of your bigger, biggest failures and how did you overcome it? So this one, I really had to think about and like how I want to like word it. So I would say that my biggest failure is like, I really failed myself in high school. So like I said, my, my journey really started after high school. I think that like my biggest failure really happened all four years of high school. I, well, especially in my last two years, I really let a relationship consume my life and it ended really badly and it hurt so much. And it, I, a, a really bad part of myself came out because of that relationship. But even before that one, I think just in general, my relationship with myself and men has always been horrible. Like that craving of validation and like attention seeking, I think was a really hard thing for me in high school because I wasn't really a part of any like friend group. I didn't, I had a couple of really good friends towards the end of high school, but I never knew where I fit in. I tried a bunch of things, but I never fit in. Like I did volleyball, but I wasn't really close with the other girls who played volleyball. I did drama club, but I wasn't really close with any of them. And I gave up on everything. I even did cheerleading and I ended up giving up on that because I was too worried about oh no, I won't have enough free time to go hang out with the like guys that I liked. And mm. it, my, my head was wrapped around guys and making sure I had enough time to hang out with them and do cool things and like have fun. I was like, oh, this is my, this is what's fun. Not the club stuff or the sports stuff. And I was wrong. Like it wasn't fun. It wasn't these weren't people that were going to be by my side my rest of my life or anything. It wasn't healthy at all. So I really failed myself because I was so focused 
on having like a boyfriend and having somebody that loved me instead of experiencing life and enjoying what I was doing that even now sometimes I still struggle with saying like I don't know what I like or what I'm good at right like you've heard me a thousand times in our book club I'm always like I don't know like what I'm good at (laughs) I think you know I've found things a little bit since then but I really have always struggled with it like I don't know and that that hurts to think about like thinking back to high school makes me cringe and I know everybody kind of cringes when they think about high school (laughs) just feel really disappointed in myself and I think that I just wish that I had stuck through with cheerleading or volleyball or drama club and you know focus less on skipping class and hanging out with guys and you know I'm in a really happy relationship now that came about um after high school and I have a very healthy view of my relationship and I don't let my relationship consume me so much like I have passions outside of Mike I love my yoga I love hiking I like kayaking and all these outdoorsy things that I learned with him but I can also do separate from him and I have friends like you and like my friend Kelsey and my friend Vic like these girls that I can go to in my time of need and you know get away from my relationship and still feel okay like if I I know that and I obviously I love Mike more than anything (laughs) if I didn't have him I know that I am my own person and that I could survive and be okay and that was something that like was earth shattering when I was in high school if I was single I was like depressed I was alone I had nobody and I just remember like feeling my heart break so hard every time like I didn't want so I think that that was definitely a big failure for me but to overcome it I really had to try new things and put myself out there like we were talking about and focus on what do I love what does Stephanie love that's going to make her feel good about herself and what's going to give me confidence in life so I found that I love teaching so college was amazing because I was doing everything to just get towards my career and now I'm in my career and I love it like I identify as a teacher I needed to find what I identify as and my therapist was the same thing she's like it's really important how you identify because everything you do goes back to how you identify yourself if you say oh, I'm always late for everything, then you're going to be late for everything. So by saying, I'm a teacher, I'm a really good teacher, and I am an adventurer, and I am a caring person, and I'm organized, and, you know, hyping yourself up a little bit, (laughs) figuring out what's your identity is so important. So I, I definitely think that by sitting down and doing that, I really found myself and I'm a happier person for it. And I needed to kind of forgive high school me and be like, listen, Steph, it's okay. You really just didn't understand and you didn't know. And like where I came from in my childhood 
I, so I was adopted and I learned with my therapist that I have a lot of trauma from foster care and adoption. And I really had issues with seeking validation from others and feeling loved. And I still struggle with feeling guilty if I'm not texting people enough, or if I'm not keeping in touch enough, because I just want everybody to love me. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's, you can't love somebody else until you love yourself. And I finally started to love myself. And then I met Mike and then I was able to love him because I love myself. And sometimes I need a reminder still. Sometimes he'll tell me like, hey, you know, don't be so hard on yourself because you're like an amazing person. And I'm like, thank you. I needed that like reminder of <laughs> that like, you know, I, I'm doing the best I can. And so is everybody else. And, you know, I, I've grown a lot since then. And instead of being a follower, I needed to be a leader. So um, I just really encourage everybody to, you know, find out what your identity is and who you want to identify as, and then do things to like lead you towards that. And then eventually everything will come with it. Wow. So many good things you just said, <laughs> like, wow, we can just do a whole nother half an hour of just all the things you said. But I mean, just like the brief version, I guess, like, I definitely had a similar experience in high school, like in terms of getting like kind of consumed by your relationship. I feel like I still had really good friendships with my actual high school friends that I went to high school with because my boyfriend that was at the time, like we didn't go to the same high school. So I didn't see him while I was at school. So I still feel like I had a really good relationship with all of my school friends. But then when it came to my friends that are outside of school, my like childhood friends, I feel like I chose him over them a lot of times. And then, and that was from my sophomore year to like the like middle of my senior year. So then when that ended, thank God, um, <laughs> I had kind of a sense, like a dilemma, like you did that I was like, oh, like I thought this was going to be such a big part of my life for so long that I was like, wait, what are the things that Caitlin likes to do? And like, what do I still have? Like, okay, I still have my family. I love to dance. I still have school. And I, yeah, kind of like found myself again because I felt like I had just put so much effort into that and there wasn't as much effort coming back as well as like just getting like too involved and, you know, obviously high school is like the beginning of, you know, your growth anyways of you really becoming more of, you know, like less of a child that your parents tell you everything to do. And this, you know, you get to start making some of your own decisions and like what kind of things that you want to be involved in and stuff. But then after that, I was like, wow, okay. So I could see my friends more all the time. And I felt like I was just doing more and connecting with more people and like, I just like took myself out of that like box that I was like stuck in and I had no idea I was stuck in. So it hurt me a lot too. I was very depressed for a few months after that. Um, but once I kind of just like got over that, like obviously, you know, as a young person, things are like, you said, like earth shattering. And then like, as an adult, you're like, oh, like looking back, like, okay, 
I totally like my feelings were valid at the time for myself but like I now I see why my sister was like okay calm down move it along but (laughs) but you know like that's true that's something very important and something that I've taken you know in my relationship with Jamil and obviously also like in our marriage is just you know still making sure that you have friends that you see and making sure that you're still doing all the things that you really like and then also it helps out that we have mutual friends so we can you know go see our friends together and you know we all can hang out and talk and stuff like that but really keeping you know yourself at the forefront because that's who who you have at the end of the day you know and who you'll always have no matter what happens so um for sure of just kind of like keeping yourself number one, even when you care so deeply, you know, about somebody, whoever it may be. Um, even when that comes to your friends and and your, you know, family too, like you're talking about, like, you know, sometimes I feel guilty about not replying, but you have to make time for yourself and you can't be responding to people if you're having your own, you know, dilemmas or things you're going through, whichever sometimes you have to say, hey, not today, I'll hit you up tomorrow, you know, but today I have to do X, Y, and Z for myself. Otherwise, like, I'm not going to be able to serve you anyways, talking to you. Like, I'm not going to be able to be a good friend because I need to take care of myself first. Um, So I thought that was very important to you that you had mentioned. Um, And just continuing that growth, you know, like, I love how you said, like, I learn something new every day. Like, it doesn't just stop. It's like some people think, oh, well, after high school, like, or even after college, like, okay, now I'm just gonna do what everybody does. I'm just gonna work and, and I don't know, whatever boring people do that don't care about. (laughs) I'm just gonna like work and I'm just gonna, you know, do whatever the necessary things are and pay my bills and whatever. And like, some people go years without really like taking to their passions or maybe they have kids and then they think that they have to wait until their kids grow up and you know so every day really counts and I feel like adulthood has actually been really cool because that's kind of like when you get the most freedom to decide those things and like yeah that comes with like responsibility of okay like I need to stick to that like that was definitely a transition for me out of college because in college, it's like, okay, well, we have dance practice twice a week at this time. So I'm going to be dancing at this time twice a week. Now that I'm like out, it's like, okay, well, you get to pick when you want to do your podcast, you get to pick when you want to go outside. So you have to like set those parameters for yourself to make sure that they get done. Like even like you said, giving yourself the time to read two pages, you have to give yourself that time and you know be happy that you're able to do that and do the other things that you love to yeah I think that it's like it doesn't need to be this big chore or assignment that you have to like do for yourself and it doesn't have to be long like doing just a little bit of a little thing is a lot in the big picture and like people are like oh no that's too daunting to like go and you know make make a podcast they're like oh my god I would never be able to do that it's way too much work well who's saying it's too much work why does it have to be this this and the other thing like it's yours you can do it whenever you want like 
Maybe you don't want to have a schedule or an episode every week. Maybe you want to do one once a month. Like who's to say you, like you can do whatever you want. So if it's your passion, take control of it. Do it when you want to do it. Yeah, that's a good point. You can do it however you want. You don't have to stick to any status quos or anything. And and you're so capable. Like I always find myself telling my students, you know, you're so capable. Like in my classroom, they know you cannot say I can't do this. You can say I need help to do this, but you can't say I can't because you know whatever you tell yourself is true. I just remember when I was student teaching, and my cooperating teacher had a sign that said. If you say you can't, or if you say you can, you're right both ways. You know, whatever you tell yourself, okay, if you're saying I can't, well, then you can't. So I don't know why you're wasting your time. So that's why I always tell them to say, you know, I need help instead. And it can be the same way. It's not just for kids. It's for adults too. Oh, I can't make a podcast. Like you said, why? Why not? You can be capable if you make yourself capable. Maybe you need some sort of training. Maybe you don't know how to upload it. Okay, YouTube University, go find it. It's there. Facebook groups, it's there. Somebody you know who has a podcast, go ask them. I remember I had somebody on to, uh, you know, be a guest and then they wanted to start their own podcast. So after the episode, gave some tips and showed what I've done and, you know, they can take it or they could do however they want to do it, you know, reach out and like, don't be afraid. Like people who are passionate and have these things, you know, want to to help other people. So definitely, yeah, don't be afraid. Um, But we are coming up at the end of our time here. So just have a couple more questions for you. Um, First one being, what are you looking forward to in your next season of life? Oh, I am looking forward to really taking this year and just you know focusing on myself even more I mean we're hopefully out of quarantine you know everything's starting to open back up so I want to really take advantage of that and at the same time not let go of the things that I started in quarantine like Mm. I really because we had so much time I really got back into yoga and I started doing puzzles and reading a lot. Like I read so many books last year. I don't want to lose that just because, oh, now we can, you know, go out and do so many different things. So I have to go do those things. Like, no, I can still stay at home and, you know, love my time with myself. So setting aside more time for myself and really exploring my spiritual journey, um, and enjoying this summer and like pushing myself to be outdoors more I think like this my next season really is this season of spring (laughs) I'm trying to enjoy my spring season so I and in summer and you know push myself to you know face face some more challenges and I think I'm going to therapy every week now and I think that I'm working through some really good barriers. So like I'm, I'm getting over those and I want to keep doing that. And yes, that's awesome. We love therapy. Yes. Everybody go. <laughs> yes, definitely. I need to go myself. It's been a long-term goal. Got other things going on currently, but you know, yes. Yeah. Full support. 
Um, where can listeners find you online if they want to connect and learn more from you? Um, I guess my Instagram is at dusty underscore ginger. <laughs> ginger with two R's. Yes, you heard that right. <laughs> I am a redhead if you're listening and you don't know me. <laughs> so you can uh, follow me on there. That's awesome. Do you have any last quick thoughts or tips for the listeners? Um, so my friend has a tattoo, a friend I haven't seen in so long. She has a tattoo with three little boxes and three little check marks. And it says, do three things for yourself every single day. Mm. And since I saw her get that tattoo, it has stuck with me every day since. Do three things for yourself every day, even if it's lighting a candle. That's a thing, okay? So that's one of your things. If you light a candle, if you took a shower, that's a thing. It doesn't have to be these big giant adventures. It can just be a little simple thing. Maybe you have a glass of water. That was for you, girl, okay? <laughs> so that's my that's my advice for the listeners. Do three things for yourself. I love that visual. I can't wait to get my next tattoo, but that's just, wow, I love that. You know, right? I'm like, I want to get that tattoo, but I don't want to <laughs> copy her tattoo, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gotta find your own way to show the same type of thing. Exactly. <laughs> well, that's so awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. This has been such a blast, and you've said some really awesome things that I know people are going to be motivated by, so thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. I would love to hear what inspired you to grow. Take a screenshot of this episode and tag me on Instagram at classbycaitlin. That's C-A-I-T-L-I-N. You can also find more information on my website, classbycaitlin.com or on Facebook at Your Next Season Podcast. I can't wait to see what you share. Till next time, keep growing. Your next season awaits.